Israel was a nation that was formed to reflect the image of God. They were to be a light to the other nations, to be something of the embodiment of God's presence in the world. We are told in Colossians as well that Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, and in him the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. I had a uh, conversation with a rabbi friend of mine a couple years ago, and I pointed out that passage. We were sharing stories of our faith, and she thought that was pretty interesting because she said that for Jews, you could say just about the same thing about Torah. Um, Torah is the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. It's the core of the Hebrew Scriptures, and Torah is what primarily tells the people of Israel who they are. It's the story of the creation of the world by God, the story of the formation of the people of Israel, the story of their redemption as they're brought out of slavery in Egypt. It's the story of God's covenant with Israel, and then the way of life that God gave Israel as they would reflect his image in the world. And so you could say that Torah, or Jews might say, Torah is the image of the invisible God. And in Torah, the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. So I found this hugely fascinating when I heard this out, found this out that Jews might say the same of Torah, because it's through living out Torah, through living out the laws that God has given, that Jews come to know God, and come to know who God is, and come to embody who God is in the world. And so part of that embodiment, part of that living out, part of that who is God comes from several places in Scripture, including Leviticus and Deuteronomy, where it talks about God taking care of the orphans and the widows. Basically, those who could not take care of themselves. Um, Widows back in ancient Israel couldn't do a whole lot to care for their families. So if you were a widow, it was a good chance you were going to be destitute. Or in desperation. And so there was a law in Leviticus that said if a man's brother dies, then that man should marry his brother's widow in order to keep and care for her, um, in order to make sure that the widows among Israel, those who could not care for themselves, were cared for. We have the story today from uh, Kings where Elijah takes care of the widow. During the time of the famine, we have psalms which say God cares for the orphan and the widow. And so we have this caring of God for those, for the least among the people, for those who could not care for themselves. We see God cares for them and God commands his people to live out his own caring for them. For us, then, we have um, Jesus as that embodiment. Right? We say Jesus is the uh, firstborn of all creation in Jesus Uh, The fullness of God was pleased to dwell. But Jesus is the image of the invisible God. And so we have in our gospel story today, Jesus living out that caring for orphans and widows. Well, in this case, caring for widows. There's a woman whose son had just died. She was a widow. And Luke says that Jesus had compassion on the woman, not on the son. The son was fine, presumably. He was with God and and was gathered with his ancestors and all was well. But Jesus had compassion on the woman because the woman, as a widow, and her only son, having just died, was going to be destitute unless there was someone to care for her and look after her. 
This went beyond a mother's grief at the loss of her son whom she loved. This went to the heart of how in the world was this woman going to be cared for. And so Jesus raises up her son so that her son can now take care of her. So Jesus was taking care of the orphan, well, the widow in this case, just as Israel had been commanded to do throughout the Torah, throughout Scripture, as we had been told that God does, that God cares for those who cannot care for themselves throughout Scripture. And what do the people say? As soon as Jesus did this, the people said, a great prophet has arisen among us. Well, the jobs of the prophets were to remind the people of Israel who they were and to remind people of who God is. And so by raising up this widow's son, God was, or Jesus was fulfilling the law. Take care of the widows among you. Make sure that they are well cared for. That's what Jesus was doing. And Jesus was reminding Israel to do the same. Reminding Israel of who God is. God is the one who takes care of those who cannot care for themselves. And you, my people Israel, are to be the same. In in my image that you were formed to care for those who cannot care for themselves. So Jesus also may have been pointing out to Israel, have you been true to yourself? Asking that question and reminding, have you been true to who you are, to that image of God in which you were made? So then this passage also serves us in a similar way as we read it. Because we were made as the body of Christ, formed on Pentecost to be Jesus' body serving in the world and being the embodiment of God in the world. We were made in that same image of God. Jesus was the image of the invisible God. And in Jesus, the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. And we were formed as the church into the body of Christ in the image of God as well. We were formed and made to be God's presence here among us in the world. And so, as we read this passage, we have the same question asked of us, the same little reminder that Israel was given at the time. Are we living into that image of God in which we were made? Are we caring for the least among us? A good question to ask ourselves from time to time. How are we doing with that? This last Wednesday, we did pretty darn well. We, uh, the last several weeks, we've been collecting books for the first graders at Tenney Holmes Elementary School. And on Wednesday, we brought the books there. Uh, Missy Howard was there uh, with us. I was there. Uh, Kristen and the boys were there, which was really cool that they got to be a part of that. Um, and we brought all these books to the first graders. And Meredith Dodd, the assistant principal there, told the kids why we were doing this, that they could all have a book of their very own to keep over the summer so that they could continue to read over the summer. And the kids were so excited. There were, there were a little bit of scuffles of, no, I want this one, no, I want that one. The teachers told them, you know, y'all can trade books once you get to your classes. But the kids were so excited about it. And in the narthex there on the table are the thank you notes that the kids wrote for us and gave to us, uh, which they brought up at the time. And uh, that was a truly great moment in my life, to get to be the representative, uh, well, one of several representatives who were there of St. Mark's, to get to give this gift to those kids. That was the image of God right there, of taking care of the kids uh, in our community. And so we want to continue to ask ourselves, how, uh, what are some other ways that we can live out this image of God, the God who cares for the orphan and the widow, the God that cares for the least among us, those that can't uh, care for themselves? How may we, how have we, personally and as a church, 
living into the image of God and the image of Jesus in which we were made. The image of the invisible God in whom God fully dwells. Amen.